This episode brought to you by BRE Promotions. Whether you're just starting out or evolving your brand, BRE Promotions offers you expertly crafted disruptions that'll take you to the next level. BRE Promotions, we make your business shine. Visit us at brepromotions.com to schedule your free consultation. No, Bob Boomy. Hi, this is Katie Turner, sensitive psychic medium and founder of the Canadian Supernatural Research Society. You're listening to Brian Bowden on Noble Boom. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nobo Boomy. Nobody but me. I'm Brian Bowden. Yes, co-host of Inside the Goblin Universe with the crypto guru, Ronald Murphy. But I'm on my own. This is my own lovely show where we bring you really great guests, very interesting topics and subjects. And we, we have a good one tonight. We have a great, great, great show tonight. We're going to get into it and, and get it, our guest on here immediately because we only got about an hour. Um, but I just wanted to remind everybody that uh, I will be this May 31st to June 2nd at Benner's Meadow Run Cabins and Camping for the official 2019 Pennsylvania Bigfoot Camping Adventure. I will be leading a hike with Ron Murphy, the crypto guru. Uh, a lot of people up there wanting to uh, get in on this, even a couple of celebrities. Um, we do have some Bigfoot sightings in the area, but there's a lot more dogman sightings. That literally scares the bejeebies out of me. I'm not really interested in meeting the dogman once again, but it should be a fun time. Ames team, um, Cliff, Bobo, you name it. There's a ton of people. Stacy Brown from Florida Swamp uh, with a buddy of ours, Stevie Strings, his buddy and partner. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, you got to get there. Uh, tickets are, are sold out, but they are apparently going online. So check out Facebook and see who's swapping for what. Um, but it should be a good, good time. And uh, I'll, besides doing the, the hunting, uh, I mean, not the hunting, the, the hiking, uh, I will be giving a... a a brief discussion in classroom a seminar on protection and how to protect yourself um, in the wonderful world of paranormal. Very important. You always want to protect yourself. Don't go into these things alone, even if you think it's a joke. Um, a lot of these uh, haunted houses and hayrides, you really do need to protect yourself before you get there. They are gateways for a lot of these spirits to uh, attach onto, and you never know who you're going to bring home. Uh, so, Check that out. Uh, it's uh, the official website is pabigfootcampingadventure.com. But enough of Bigfoot tonight. We have a wonderful lady who I've just been hearing tons about from a good friend of ours, Cat Ward, Paranormal Heart. Check it out on Podbean. She is also a member, I believe, of the Canadian Supernatural Research Society and a friend of this wonderful lady who has decided to come on our program. I did ask her, and I thank you very much. But let's welcome Katie Turner to the program. Katie, welcome to Novo Boomi. How are you today? Hi, Brian. I'm well. How are you? Um, you know, I'm hanging in there. It's a little bit rainy, a little bit stressful. Life is just a bowl of cherries sometimes. <laughs> I know. Sometimes it just doesn't slow down. Well, thank you very much for having me, and I have to thank Kat. She's a very dedicated and wonderful member of my team, Canadian Supernatural Research Society. So I'll definitely give a shout out to her um, and shout out to you. Thank you for having me so much. Oh, it's a pleasure. I mean, I missed out on the free reading. I didn't know, I didn't know hosts were allowed to win um, <laughs> on the last time or people that were in the business. I kind of left, let it to the fans of the show, let them win uh, those readings. Um, and we'll, we'll get into readings and all, and the wonderful things you do, but because some of our guests may not know who you are and what you do, and I, I call them special gifts and abilities. If you can give everybody a brief bio about yourself or, uh, before you get going, that would be great. Well, um, it's all started when I was very, very young. 
um, my family um, is very open to, you know, psychic senses and paranormal. And uh, basically, um, I, ever since I was born, I had abilities. Um, the cool thing about it is that my parents never really shut it off or wrote me off. They, you know, anytime I would have an apparition come to me or I would have a premonition, um, they were really willing to listen and they were, you know, they, they accepted what I had to kind of say and, and see. And so my abilities never really went away. Um, I, um, as I got older, they just got stronger. And so fast forward a few years in my, um, just after high school, I got into college and friends of mine and myself decided that we were going to start to go to some abandoned houses and we were going to, you know, so-called ghost hunt, see what we could capture. So we took, um, some still photograph, you know, cameras and we took some old audio equipment and, and we would, we would kind of hunt. And back then it was, um, basically, you know, for, for the thrill, the chase really. Um, so fast forward a few years later and that thrill never went away, but my abilities were getting stronger and stronger. So I decided to found, um, start my paranormal team, the Canadian Supernatural Research Society. And I interviewed, um, a bunch of people and, um, you know, found a bunch of like-minded people that were willing to be dedicated and, and to uh, investigate. And so from there, it blossomed. I never really intended on, on doing readings as a full-time psychic. Um, but, you know, here I sit. This is my dharma and this is what I'm meant to do. And so this is my life. Wow. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's got to be, I, I love the fact that your parents didn't turn it off. And we're very open to the fact of what you do. Now, do you think that's because, um, I don't know, on, on your both sides of the parents, that they've had family members that had these gifts as well, and they just it was just part of life, and it's something that should, it's a talent, actually. I mean, it is a God-given ability and talent, just like anybody else that's, who's an artist or a painter or, you know, really good at math. Did, did they just keep that because it was part of the family line? Absolutely. So my grandmother um, is the most psychic person I've ever met. She uh, she's pretty good at predicting, and <laughs> you know she knows you could be having a stuffy nose, and she's phoning you saying you have a cold um, before you even know it. Um, and you know, like on both sides of my family, very very spiritual, very very open. So you know, it really had its benefits because when I would come to them as a child, not knowing what was going on, even though they may not have known exactly what it was, they were willing to hear what I had to say. So it's not as if, um, you know, I was afraid to talk about it. And I think that, you know, the more open we can be, um, the, the more you're going to see instances happen where people are talking about their sensitivities and people are open about it. Yeah, I, I've noticed, um, and in the pre-show, I was talking about my kids and, and they've, very young age, I mean, my youngest, when she was about four, she was taking a nap, four or five and, you know, I was taking a break with her. We were cleaning something out of my grandmother's house. Never met my grandmother. Grandmother's a wonderful lady. She was the one who really took care of me. Um, and she literally, I was just like kind of minding my own business, just hanging out in the car, getting some AC, when my daughter goes, I was with your grandmother before I came here. Now, this is like a four or five-year-old telling me this. And I'm like, oh, okay. You were? Yes, <laughs> I was. I said, well, what is she like? She goes, oh, she's a very nice lady. And I said, oh, yes, she was a very nice lady. He says, but she does this thing with her mouth making this noise. It's, it gets a little annoying. And I said, okay, that, well, you know, yes, she used to do that. It's really odd because she should never have known that my grandmother did hum. And I always mentioned to her, grandma, stop humming. You know, she would, <laughs> this is what my grandmother used to do. But um, so I didn't discredit, you know, the fact that maybe she has come to this planet from, from above and she took a little extra stuff with her. But I also know that uh, kids are more open to this before they get indoctrinated in, in a social, like a school society. Um, and they're, most, yeah, they, they lose it. Um, but uh, as, speaking of that, do you see this transformation in any of your offspring, your children? Um, is it, and, and are you going to do exactly what your parents did? Just like, you know, kind of like be there, like if they need help or the answers or, or what have you? 
Absolutely. So both of my children, um, I have two young kids. Uh, one, she just turned four and the other one will be seven next week. And both of them are extremely sensitive. Um, my daughter has, has not, my daughter's more intrigued by it where my son right. is more of the scientific level. So when he hears <laughs> something, he wants to know why it happened. Whereas my daughter kind of, she accepts it and she goes, Oh, it's there. And she kind of giggles it off. Yep. So yeah, no, I will most definitely be engaging with them i think it's so important um you know there's so many people that grew up years ago feeling like they had schizophrenia or they were paranoid or they were crazy because it was not something that was talked about and you know the more that this becomes a mainstream kind of uh norm i think the more we're going to see it coming out because people aren't afraid anymore you, you know uh, there's been a lot of talk the last five six years about elevating and, and you know yourself and getting your vibration to a different level um i think people that have these abilities already have their vibration at a different level and i agree with you that it's it's more mainstream it's it's not you know being crazy today takes a lot uh because there's so many f things that were so taboo in the uh, not that long ago that are now more open i mean we're talking about you know the psychic abilities um cryptids ufos aliens ghosts and and what have you it, it's become the mainstream and i think it's great because more people are are opening themselves up and say yeah i i have i have a certain ability i can do x y and z um and they're not considering themselves nuts although what i do and i i mentioned this before to many people but i always question what i'm seeing what i'm sensing what i'm smelling you know because being an artistic type of person and and having an artist side and, and a quantitative side and a scientific side because i like the science side of it um i always question that am i did i actually see that did i actually give that answer um is this crazy um because you don't want to think like maybe i have an over overactive imagination but when you get the validity or the validation from the, you know, whatever party, I mean, it, it does help you out. But some of the stuff that you do, I mean, have you ever had some crazy stuff where like, no, I can't tell this person this. Otherwise, they'll just, you know, I know that you do this, in, you know, kind of professionally, but there may be moments where you're like, uh-uh, not, I'm not going to talk about it with them. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in paranormal investigations, we've seen things, you know, that, that I have seen things that had I not seen them and someone talked about it, I'd think that there was something, you know, they're, <laughs> they're off short of their meds. Yep. Um, and then I witnessed it. Um, but there's, there's also scenarios when I'm doing readings for people that, you know, I am very apprehensive to tell them, you know, I am, I am the type of person that I don't tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what I see. And sometimes that doesn't always jive with people. Oh, yeah. Um, but when I start with, when I start reading somebody and, and, you know, I go through my spiel, I call it and explain to them, you know, why I get what I get and, and so on. I ask them if they want to know good and bad. And, you know, my little motto is, you know, if I'm not supposed to know, neither are you, but if I am supposed to know, so are you. So in other words, nothing <laughs> is set in stone. Yes. And if I have, if I can tap into that universal consciousness and I can talk about it, then um, you're supposed to see it. I don't have this special in with the other side. It's simply me tapping into that consciousness yeah. and I'm able to, to kind of uh, get snapshots of, of the future. Yeah, you know, and, and um, one of the questions I had for you tonight, because I don't normally write questions. I have a lot in, in, in the big old the noodle that I have up here. Um, but I wanted to get specific questions because, you know, a lot of people don't want to hear the negative. And, and I know people that, do, that, that have abilities and they just will not discuss the negative with anybody. They, they just, I don't know if, if it's, they don't want the responsibility. Um, you know, if something comes comes from it negative or someone, you know, if, if they just don't want to know. But the fact of the matter is, people, life is good and bad. You know, it's like an EKG. Right. There's ups and there's downs. And then there's right. flatline. Um, that's why, you know, but I, I mean, I, I think it's great. Is like, for example, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, and I'm a little bit all over, but your, your husband, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, do you have the ability to to um, keep your abilities in check at times um, because it may interfere with the 
progression, you know, like the proper progression. Like it must be very interesting <laughs> if like your 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 kids come home or your your husband comes home and he's little white lies I call them. Um, you know, like, oh don't tell mom. And then you like do you keep certain things in check in, in many ways or it's just like nope, it's just there and it, you know, I don't I don't put a stop to it or um, I'm a pretty brash person. So, uh, you know, I always tell people, you know, in a reading scenario that um, I'm just the messenger. So I can't, I, I'm not here to judge. I'm here to simply pass messages or to, to show predictions. When it comes to my own family, um, it does, it does have its benefits. Not going to lie. Yes, it um, does. However, I find it harder to read somebody who is closer to me. So um, the closer you are to me in terms of friendship, the harder it is for me to read. I think that is, um, you know, it's either an emotional block that I've put up to protect protect myself from from heartache or like I honestly don't know why that, that scenario it plays out. But I can just tell you that it's a lot harder for me to read. I still get yep. snapshots every once in a while. You know, there's yeah. there's a time where... You know, uh, a very dear friend of mine was traveling and, and I had to message her and say, hey, don't take this route. And there turned out to be an accident. But, you know, for the most part, um, I'm just a normal mom and wife um, when when my when they come home. Right. No. And, and, you know, it's funny because I do think that there is some divine intervention there. Uh, be You know, whatever the powers may be that actually make that roadblock happen. I think it's partially... Um, when when you have abilities, I think it's it's the the way you react to it and how you can handle it. It's like like I could really peek into everybody's life if you really wanted to and you're really that good. And the more you use it, the better they are. Um, but sometimes it's better just like look, let's just keep it. You know, we're, we're, I'm I'm fun. You guys are good people. We're good people. Everything's good. There's no need for me to pry. But like I like right. I mean, I've had experiences where something has just hit me. And I'm like, I gotta tell this. I gotta. T- it's like, like mm-hmm. you said, with a car, uh, the the potential for a car accident or the accident that was taking place. That's really, really um, an interesting subject. Uh, on top of that, I mean, it it's it's when you do. How do people find out that that and and how do you get your clients? Is it is it? I know that you've been on television. And you're one of the go-tos, right, um, for for uh, uh, TV. Um, does that help you out, or is it just a lot of word of mouth? Um, I mean, definitely the television has helped, um, I guess, for people to, to put a face to the name. Um, but, you know, long I've been doing readings long before, and investigations, quite frankly, long before the television came along. I'm very grateful and proud of the shows that I've been on. There's another one that will be coming out in the fall. Uh, I can't talk about it right now. We, you know, signed some contracts, so we have some oh, confidentiality yeah. agreements. But, you know, honest to God, a lot of it comes from word of mouth. Um I have an assistant that works that works with me, and and uh, she's she's uh, constantly busy trying to keep up, and and I'm so grateful. But the TV, you know, it's great. The TV is more um, the shows that I'm a part of is more of a uh, paranormal um, kind of um, you know side of things. Yeah. It's it's more about paranormal investigations, and you know, as a consultant and you know, psychic expert, basically what I do is educate viewers on paranormal activity and 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 supernatural things. So, as far as the readings, I have to say that ninety nine percent of it's word of mouth. Well, that's that's actually very good, and and I know, I like how it, it kind of is separate. And for people that don't know, there are people you know when when people have a, t- a paranormal show or they're on a paranormal uh, program. It, it is a program. There is an entertainment value. There's directors. Sometimes, I'm not talking about for, for Katie necessarily or you, but I'm talking about like the Ghost Hunter guys or whatever. You know, they do have people there, but they don't have the cameras running 24-7, and sometimes they recreate it. You can call whatever you want, but anytime you see something on TV, there is an entertainment factor, and there's a gray area where there are some edits, and some people, it's out of people's control at, at certain instances. That being said, and speaking of paranormal, I have the cat ward question of the night. So I, I went there and I dug in and asked her. And she wanted to know something, speaking of you, when you were mentioning paranormal TV and, and other paranormals. Have you ever considered investigating other aspects of the paranormal, including cryptids, UFOs, aliens? And have you ever had an account with any of these? 
So um, I've had a few UFO sightings. I can't, I, you know, I, I can't uh, describe them other than UFOs. Um, I know for sure I saw them and they were witnessed by other people as well. Um, I do not know enough about, uh, you know, extraterrestrial or like I'm not a cryptozoologist. Right. Um, I am intrigued by it. I am very intrigued by Bigfoot. We have a case coming up. Um, very soon um, about Bigfoot. And there's been a couple of cases that we've done locally that I suspect there's more to it than just, I don't want to say just paranormal activity, but there's, there's way more to this than um, people think. And so we're going to be investigating that um, as far as, you know, any, anything else like Chubacabra or, you know, like Loch Ness, anything, I've never had any experiences with that. Yes, I, I've I've never had a chupacabra experience nor a Loch Ness. I, I I did mention to you earlier about my Ogopogo experience. Didn't work out the way I wanted, um, but no, it's very interesting because uh, I don't know how how you I don't know with with some of these shows or experiences as well. Do you go on on site or on set and and set being a studio on site being the actual location they're talking about and mm-hmm. actually use your abilities um, there or is it just a consultant type of thing? when you're dealing with people for, for TV versus when you do your investigations on your own and with your um, Canadian Supernatural Research Society? <clears throat> well, um, in on Paranormal Survivor, um, I act as uh, Paranormal's uh, expert and psychic, um, kind of consultish. Um, but it, how it all started on that show was I, they had asked me, um, they had contacted me and asked me about stories. And so I was submitting stories of investigations and evidence that we captured. Um, and basically that's how it blossomed. So, you know, there were, there were reenactments of, of the investigations that we had already completed and there was evidence submitted. Um, as far as doing, you know, sitting on set and doing these things, we don't do it in a studio. Um, these are all done at, on either on location cool. or close to the location. Um, and I can tell you that every episode that I have been a part of, um, has been 100% factual. So um, even though it is reenactments, they do a really good job at kind of dictating the story and keeping to the true side of the story, um, and uh, you know, telling the tales. Yeah, no, that it's it's always it's always great when it comes. Well, you can't fool a psychic. I mean, in general, you just can't. If they have the abilities, <laughs> you cannot fool a psychic. We we test our psychic all the time. We just joke around with her, and we love her to death. She's like a sister to us, and it's just like, uh, where am I now? She goes, oh, you guys are outside. You're playing with me. I'm like, yep, we're just testing. I, I like to I like to look at it as a gauge. Like let's let's set the scales to zero, see where you are, where you're at, because sometimes life does take precedent, and, and I don't care what abilities you have when you have. Your, your child screaming at you. <laughs> it's not psychic abilities you're looking for at that point. Um, that being said, do you do, um, have you ever done or, or know of remote viewing? I, I know uh, of remote viewing for sure. I have uh, played with it a little bit. I have been able to uh, travel to locations, um, kind of, I, I don't want to call it astral projecting, but I've been able to put my consciousness in different locations and kind of test the waters in terms of what it looks like. Um, lots of times when I do readings for people, you know, I'll tell them, you know, the room that has a green carpet with the brown chair and the, like, I, I can vi- envision yep. it. So I don't step into a subconscious state or, or any, um, Medi- like meditation, quiet meditation, subconscious movements, anything like that when I'm doing it. This is more on a conscious basis, but I am able to see the location I'm dealing with most of the time. Well, that's, you know, it's very interesting. So um, prior to the show, I, I was talking to you about what, what I'm, I'm able to do, and I, I call it remote viewing. And I'd started for me, like really focusing on it. First, I wanted to get grounded. So our psychic is work, was working with me and still, still does. And she teaches me how to ground myself. Because Lord knows you should not be going into doing these things when you don't have a, a tether or someplace to the, you know, the, the... Absolutely. Yeah. And and she also taught me how to protect myself. Um, and we're going to get into protection in a split second. But um, one of the things that I found was very interesting is I, normally to do this, uh, my, my brain, life is so scattered all over the place and you're always running and going that you can't, you need to focus. Um, I don't get into the meditative state unless we're doing like a CE5 we're trying to make contact with, you know, potential active uh, interaction with extraterrestrials or someone's asking me to do something. So if, if someone's sick or uh, I ask them, is it all right if I, if I try to remote view and see what's going on there? 
Um, and I've learned the hard way that whenever I remote view to some place, um, usually it takes me directly to the spot I have to be. Um, so if right. I'm, I'm in a spot and I was looking, one of, one of the guys, his, his wife was having night terrors. And I said, if it's all right with you, I'm in a remote view. I've never been to his house before whatsoever. Uh, I've been talking to him, but never met his wife, none of this stuff. So I actually remote viewed and, and every time I got there, boom, into his place where I, and I knew it was in his place. Um, I got to the same spot. It looked like a little alcove corner, what, what have you. And I tried moving around. I'm like, you know, asking myself in my head, where, where is this problem? And then boom, I go right back to the spot. So I found out very hard after numerous times doing this, wherever they take me the first time is where I'm supposed to be, um, which is very interesting. But what I did find is that as, I as you use more and more of these billers, and I've been using them almost, I've, I've always used them. I'm now more conscious of it. When you mentioned the carpet, like, oh, what's the green carpet and this and this, when I start talking with people, I literally, it, it's like, I call it in the mind's eye, I see everything that they're talking about. I am there. I, I mean, I don't even have to leave. I'm there. I see, I see what people are wearing. Um, I, I, you know, we, we can have any type of conversation. I'm like, uh-huh, I, I know what you're talking about. It's the weirdest thing, but I think, you know, exercising this ability or this muscle, or, you know, does help out. Um, to the point where I've actually started to be able to um, have physical, you know, physically touch things. And I, I don't know if it's called astral projection, but we had somebody that wanted to join our team. And they were giving us a hard time. They, were, they weren't letting our psychic scan them and, and check them out to see if they're okay. They were putting up a barrier. For safety reasons, as you know, I mean, you, you do research and you go into these places. You have to know that everybody that's going with you is on the same page, talking about safety and what have you. So this person did not want to do that. So I said, you know, let me, I'm going to go in there and remove you and find out what the heck's going on. And I, I literally popped in there and what took me by surprise was this person saw me. Immediately knew I was there, saw me physically. I saw them and I was literally having a conversation with this person. I'm in my kitchen, mind you, doing this. And they try to put up walls. They try to put up a, like a, a gate. And I said, no, no, it's not going to work. You know, and from that point forward, she never contacted it back. She wanted nothing to do with us. So I must have scared the hell out of her. So when you mentioned <laughs> astral projection, I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of know what that's like. Um, and that's it's one, of the, one of the big questions that I wanted to ask, because knowing the abilities you have, I think this is just par for the course. This is just a, like an add-on that's, uh, you know, like a free add-on uh, to what you do. So it's good to know that you can, uh, you, you play around with it. Um, but I think what we're talking about is protection too. How do you protect yourself? And how do you protect your team? Um, the people that, you know, you go in with. So, so protecting myself, whether it's, you know, an investigation or, um, you know, even a simple reading, I carry a lot of crystals. I do a lot of grounding techniques. I do a lot of, um, I work with salts. I work with sage. I work with Pablo Santo. I work with, you know, uh, mugwort. I work with, like, there's so many different variants that I do um, to protect myself. I, again, you know, like yourself, learned the hard way. Um, thought I was doing my due diligence brought stuff home, uh, you know, my family had to deal with for a little while. And so I learned my lesson quick that it's, you know, it is so important to protect yourself. So, you know, I, I constantly use crystals. I love tourmaline. I love selenite. I love, um, snowflake obsidian. I love like, there's so many I use depending on the situation, but not only, uh, you know, carrying crystals and, and, um, you know, different, I guess if you want to call them amulets, but we, we use a lot of um, artifacts. So religious artifacts, holy right. water, um, moon water, which is just big pagan holy water. We use, um, you know, crosses and symbolism. Um, you know, I'm not a religious person. I'm very spiritual. And I really believe that it's the active intent that creates the power in the outcome. So the fact that the holy water is, is such a strong believed um, substance, that really helps. But the biggest thing is education. So, you know, I never walk into a, um, we never walk into an investigation without prompting my team. You know, we kind of have a, a talk about it. Um, there's been some demonic cases that we've dealt with that I've had meetings with di the diocese um, who were aware of it. Right. And um, basically I've had meetings with them, but they've given me what I've needed. And from there we, you know, I've, we've held meetings so that, 
uh, we, we know, okay, this is when we're going in. This is how we're doing it. You know, this is, you're going to be here. Nobody's alone. And um, basically got, been aware. Um, we have a buddy system. I don't like any of my team members going in, in a, alone unless they're being monitored. So if we want one person to go in a room and we're sitting right. with our full spectrum gear or like, um, you know, our DVR system and we're witnessing them sitting there. But for the most part, it's always a buddy system. So, you know, it's taking precautions. It's being aware of your surroundings and it's knowing that you're powerful enough um, to be able to kind of push it away, I think is, is so important. Yeah, no, God bless you, <laughs> um, or whomever you believe in, bless you. I, I, I too am very spiritual. Um, I, I don't. I'll tell you. I, I've always told this straight up. I do not deal with anything that is even remotely de- de- demonic because of the fact it's well above my pay grade. Um, we, we have people that are connected that that demonologists they call themselves, but we also have priests. Uh, Father, you know, we'll send them to Father Bob. Um, some of the big players in this, because look, if you don't want to play with something you don't, you, you just can't handle. And I think exactly. a lot of people have kids, you know, you can't bring this stuff home with you. You cannot, exactly. um, you don't know what you're, you know, you're, I've, I've tried to stress to so many people and they think it's a joke. It's really not a joke. Um, what I mentioned before when in the opening, you know, a lot of people go to these haunted attractions during Halloween and stuff. They think they're really cool <laughs> and fun. But that alone, the, the whole premise behind it, the whole thought and the energy behind it can actually bring things, it's, this is just my personal opinion, bring things forth that you do not want to, you know, have there. Um, oh, absolutely. I think it's like, you know, uh, I concur completely because yep. what they're doing is it's like a light in a dark room. So oh, yeah. even if even if the premise was, was lightly haunted or, you know, had some, some you know, activity that was normal just the fact that that again the active intent the fact that they're going to be frightened they're going for that experience if there wasn't something there you can certainly manifest or bring something through um just by kind of um you know getting excited about the location i think a lot of not so much in canada but in the states oh, yes. there's a lot of there's a lot of locations that started out with a normal haunting that have turned into something much more and i think it's because of the paranormal teams going in there and um you know i have to say you know there's no judgment whatever you want to do as far as um investigating if you want to go to do it just for for um fun if if this is a hobby or this is you want to get good evidence then by all means i think that you know you're going to get it my team differentiates a little bit different from other teams only because we're really not there to just get evidence. We're, we're there to help families. Yep. Um, so we're not, you know, we're not out for, um, for the kicks of, of the evidence. And so I think you got to really tread lightly depending on where you're going, especially people opening their homes for these investigations, because you really don't know what you're getting yourself into. And you don't know, how knowledgeable these teens are, you know, these, these kids are, I mean, adults that are, uh, you know, they can buy equipment easily. And the next thing you know, they are ghost hunters and they really don't <laughs> know the ramifications they're yep. getting into by doing this. I mean, demonic entities do not just jump out and go, Hey, I'm here. Yep. They, they start slowly. There's oppression and there's depression and there's possession. So a lot of these people think they're clear. And five years later, there's, you know, they've lost their house. It's burned down. They financially went bankrupt. <laughs> they broke up with their spouse. They have six kids. They can't afford to feed them. Can't keep a job. And they're wondering where their life went down. And it's all because of they're playing with something they shouldn't have been playing with. Right. I mean, I, I can tell you straight up, you know, before we go into any situation, any place, um, we vet everybody that's going in. And anybody that's weak-minded or, and I don't mean that negatively, it's just easily easily taken over by, okay? Um, they don't come along. But besides that, before we do, we go around and I, I say I say a prayer of, of, uh, of a traveler's prayer of protection. We do the Our Father's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sage everybody. We sage our bags, our equipment, everything. We mm-hmm. sage before, and then uh, yeah. my, you know, Al is always with the holy water. And I'm not of you know of the faith, but I, you know, I'm very much believe in that faith and, and the 
the people there um, in that as well. And I get, you know, and I joke around with him. I say this all the time, but as soon as he puts the holy water on me, I'm like, oh, it burns, it burns. And he's like, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just to joke around. Cat <laughs> actually said that. Uh, it, it, should holy water burn? I'm just asking for a friend. Um, <laughs> so, you, you know what? And I think, believe it or not, humor is very good because it's a positive energy and it does send a good vibe out there. And But, you know, we do this beforehand when we're in there. We also do the same thing. We don't want people going by themselves. Uh, everybody right. thinks, you know, everybody's a hero. Everybody's the, the armchair quarterback until, you know, part of the expression, the shit hits the fan. And it can hit your fan in many, many ways. But um, it, it's, and we sage on the way out. We, we do the sage. We do, I, I carry, I carry kosher salt on me all the time. We have a, a product that we uh, put together. Uh, because there's a lot of people we were helping out that could not have anything burning in their home. So we couldn't sage properly, you know, like do a good sage mm -hmm. cleansing. So it's called Agua the God, uh, uh, Water of the Gods, of God, uh, Agua mm -hmm. de Deio. Um, and it's, it's frankincense, it's myrrh, it's black salt, it's kosher salt, it's holy water. It's mm -hmm. in a spray bottle. And I got to be honest. I promise you, even if you don't think you have anything in your house, spray it in your house and you, you will instantaneously feel lighter. It is the coolest mm. thing on the planet. Um, if you want proof of, 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 of getting rid of negativity, and negativity comes in every form. It's not just demonic stuff. Um, just test it out. Sage your house once. That's, I yeah. think everybody should save your house every couple of months, but that's that's a different story. Well, absolutely, uh, we've we've made concoctions as well, or tinctures, I call them. Um, we've we've done that as well for clients that live in apartment buildings, or yep. you know, clients that that um, you know are disabled and can't kind of smudge the way that that it should be done properly. So I completely agree with you. Um, it, it works. You know, it's successful. It's um, it's easy to use. It's easy. You know, it's not going to hurt anything, and it can't hurt to cleanse. No. I often tell people you know when you vacuum your house or you clean your floor that doesn't mean the dirt's not coming back so people you know a lot of people are so-called saging and they don't realize that it, there is a correct way to do it there is a right and wrong way to do it and they think that if they wave some sage around once that it's going to fix a problem and you know think of some some um stains on their floor you need elbow grease to get them cleaned up you know good old you know one once over is not going to fix the problem so you know, it's really, again, it's knowledge um, and it's it's repetition and it's, um, you have to know what you're doing. You really do. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, and I think it's also intention. You know, if you, you know, mm -hmm. we always tell people you have the ability and the power when you own a home. Um, even the home that has maybe have a spirit in there or two, you have the ability, you, you tell them you don't live here anymore. You're out. You're gone. And if you believe it and you really press that forward, I mean, that's very powerful uh, uh, mm -hmm. magic, you know, or, or energy or, or good things. And then when you're doing the sage, you have to believe in that. You do something half-heartedly, it's, it's, it's kind of like, I remember this one scene from a movie, I guess, with, um, I forgot the name of the movie with, the, with Dracula, Roddy McDowell was playing the, the, um, the guy from TV that, that fought vampires. And he put the cross up and, you know, and, and Dracula stopped for a split second and goes, you know, you got to believe in that. And then he changed his yeah. faith and he believed. I forgot the name of the movie. Um, it was a good movie too. And um, mm -hmm. you, if you don't believe in it and you think you're just going to phone it in, oh boy, you're going to be in for a big treat. Um, yeah. you're gonna, it's going to be miserable for you. So definitely, it's good to know that you protect yourself. And I didn't know about the uh, mugwort and, and all the different types of salts. And that's, that's very, very interesting. You, I don't know if you have a book out or, or a guide on, on what to carry with you. I mean, I usually tell people carry, um, carry kosher salt on them. Um, I think that helps a lot, actually. Well, I think, you know, in my experience, any type of salt works. Um, you know, I, I often tell people that they should be taking salt baths or you can get salt balls that you can, you, you know, it, it's like, a, you know, you can shower with it. Um, but again, it's the active intent. I have Himalayan salt lamps all through my house Those in any given great. room. There's probably four or five because they deionize negative ions. So they bring in the positive, they get rid of the negative and they set up perimeters. But I mean, selenite works great. When we do cleansings, we use selenite, uh, we use hematite. Um, and basically it helps to set up a perimeter so that the energy can't cross again. 
Yeah, you know, one of the things we do for people too is we tell them the reason why we use kosher salt uh, versus like, like Himalayan salt is different because it is a salt from the earth. It, it, it's in the, my personal opinion, is the same class as kosher salt. Um, it's something that's pure, um, pure salt uh, for the most right. part. And what we tell them is um, someone told me this. They said, find the, you need to find the center of your, your, your home. I live in an apartment, so I found the center of the home. She goes, and they said, take a little vial. Fill it with salt and just just put it up in the center of your home, and right. just hang it there. Now it's really funny. They have these little mesh bags that usually you see for jewelry. They usually come mm -hmm. in different colors. Um, they're perfect because they're lightweight. You can put salt in it and you can tack it up with like a thumbtack. And people are like, "What's that?" And you don't have to say anything. No one will ever say like, "What's that cross doing on the wall?" Unless you're in America, <laughs> where, America Werewolf in London. Hey, what's the pentagram for him? <laughs> you know, um, which, and the pentagram can come in handy sometimes. I'm just going to throw it out at you. Um, we all watch Supernatural. Um, <laughs> but but what we, we do say to tell people, um, take little uh, uh, sandwich bags, glad bags, uh, baggies, fill them with salt, and put them in the corners of each one of your rooms. Every corner. Just throw it in your corner. You just leave Absolutely. it there. Leave it behind the... No, don't worry about it. Because it's not going to mm -hmm. hurt the, you know, it's not going to, even the plastic on it won't hurt an animal um, for the most part. It's not going to hurt your cat. It's not going to hurt your dog. Um, and it's going to do wonders to make you feel better. Um, I think the Himalayan salt lamps are great, but what people don't realize is a lot of people use them with LED lights and that kind of, you're not heating up the, the, the salt properly. Exactly. So, yep. I, you know, so. A suggestion is to get a real light bulb in there, one of those incandescent light bulbs, the old school ones that are now making people feel really old um, <laughs> when they go buy them. <laughs> and I'm on that it's list. Important. Yes, it is it's important. It's important to, to do, uh, to, you know, salt your thresholds. So it's important to do your windows and your doors. Um, and again, you know, I, when I, when I cleanse a property, you know, I'll put selenate at all four corners of the property or, um, you know, hematite doesn't dissolve as quick as selenate, but hematite works as well. Um, or you, you know, if you're in an apartment situation, you can put it at all four corners of the apartment or for a room for that matter. If you're getting woken up in the middle of the night and entities are, are kind of, uh, you know, hounding you, there's certain things that you can do to dial it down so that they're not bothering you as much. And, you know, if you're putting these things and doing these processes, is properly they will work oh yeah, yeah it does work um and it's funny it, our friend cat uh she was talking about the black hatted man or the shadow people and she wanted some information so i said it's kind of like monsters inc where these these entities actually uh, like they need you to be feel fear that it almost recharges their battery that's their food um absolutely yes. i experienced it. this is really interesting i experienced an entity it was very late at night everything i shut all the lights off in the apartment I'm going into the bedroom where I'm sleeping, and as soon as I open the door, standing in front of me, you can see the, the door, it's blacker than black. So you can definitely mm -hmm. see the shape. It's right in front of me. I'm a New Yorker, people. I gunned it, and I went right for its face, and it just disappeared, <laughs> right? And then I went into the room. I turned to the right. There was another one that seemed to be hovering over where my wife slept, and I went right at it. And from that point forward, they were like, no, no, don't go there. Don't go into that place. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they, don't, they don't come back at that point when you challenge them. Um, but what's really weird is my, my apartment is, is very much like a spiritual trans, you know, like train station. And I'm like, I'm loving the fact that my wife, who doesn't believe in most of this, is now seeing things. So I, we see it, we hear things. And when I'm sleeping, I, I usually get bothered by certain spirits. I don't know what they are, but one of them loves to sit on the bed and kind of feels like it's creeping at my feet. And I'm like, the first thing I say is, get the hell out. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> But it, it's a very weird feeling when you're when you're lying there. You know, you can feel the bed go down. I, I kid you not. Mm -hmm. It's not your imagine. You're feeling the bed go down. It's almost mm -hmm. like if your parents, when you're sleeping and your child doesn't feel well and they're staring you right in the face in the middle of the night, <laughs> and you wake up knowing there's somebody here. I know there is, and they scare the hell out of you. It's the exact same feeling. You know when you're being watched. Yeah, definitely. You know, we've had, I've had activity, the, same, the very same activity come in. There was a gentleman um, who stood by my bed one night. He wouldn't speak to me. He wouldn't tell me his name. He wouldn't, I mean, the man wouldn't even smile. All he was showing me was this dark, he was showing me some clothes, dark, um, 
t-shirt and well long sleeve shirt but it was rolled up and a pair of pants and he was showing me this watch that was on his on his wrist and he stood there for quite some time and I had said to you know I kind of said to him listen dude like you're you know you're, you're kind of feeling violated like you need yeah. to go you creep me and out man <laughs> yeah he, he wouldn't leave and it turned out that the next day this was a father of um one of my clients who was oh. who was looking to get a reading done and I mean time is what we make in this realm right, right. so he had already known about it he was like yeah i'm just waiting i'm waiting in line for my turn but it was unsettling um i had chosen (laughs) not to do any work at my house so i don't uh, i have a home office but i don't conduct any uh readings in in my home for that reason because when you're doing you know negative energy needs and it needs an uh an invitation so when you're opening yourself up to allowing people to come in that's an active invitation and i do not need that the last thing i need is is negative energy coming in i totally agree and that must be the reason why they say that lady that lady's in the corner of the sporting goods again at walmart (laughs) (laughs) yes and tell me about your spirits i gotta walk around a little bit um no i i you know i've always said you know i can you know i i see you and i i literally see it and i said you don't have to creep around but you can get the hell out and i tell them straight up i don't want anybody here i don't want unless you know you're not you're not my guardian angel. You're not the guardian angel of any of my of the people in this house. You're not to be here, um, mm-hmm. because my and kids, use your best mom voice. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I bad I, voice. <laughs> well, no, I tell them. I, I tell them straight up. Get the hell out, and I mean every mm-hmm. minute of it. Um, I actually mm-hmm. had my mother come to me, and I said, "No, you're not allowed here until you fix all the crap that you started." Um, <laughs> and and I that was she approached very meek, and she she said like like when a kid goes hello. You know, very. It was very meek. She knew she messed up. She must have found out the reality of what I was saying to her before she went. And I said, "Nope, you're not allowed here until you fix all what you've made, all that crap that you've done." So I've yet to hear back from her. But my grandmother does come and she'll touch my ear, and I'm like, "Stop doing that." You know, like, I, well, <laughs> not not necessarily. It just gets annoying after a while when you feel. It feels like a like a bug's creeping up your back or your hair. And it's mm-hmm. kind of it, it's kind of unnerving, especially when you have nothing behind you but a a wall, <laughs> and you don't have <laughs> bugs in the house. So after a while, like you know, like I'm done. I, I, I you know, leave me alone. I'm not playing. I don't want to. I don't want to have interactions with you. This is my house. Um, that's basically it, um, for the most part. But um, <laughs> that was just very very interesting. Speaking of that, do you actually know about or deal with guardian angels? So um, I have, yes, I have dealt with, I call them guides. Um, I am of the belief that once we're done reincarnating, um, we um, basically come back as guides and we help each other guide guide us on our path. So most of the people say, you know, oh, my guardian angel was my Aunt Helen. I personally have never seen that, felt that, sensed that. For me, you know, St. Michael, the Archangel, like different, I mean, there are major angels that come and help us. Yes. But for the most part, our guides are the ones that kind of guide us on their path. So they make sure that we're on, you know, we're, we're doing the right thing or where we're supposed to be. Um, sometimes, you know, I feel that, the, you know, um, you have the ability to change your guides if, you, if you're not happy with them. People don't realize that. They think they're stuck with their guides. You know, I don't want to say fire them, but if you're not happy with where you're going and they're, you're not feeling like you're um, being taken care of, you, you have the ability to kind of talk to them and, and seek that out. But for the most part, you know, they're going to be your silent partners and, and you sometimes have to learn it the hard way. So it's not as if they're not there. It's just there's a learning lesson that you're supposed to be getting out of it. I didn't know there were Yelp reviews for, for guides and guardian angels. <laughs> you know, like, seriously, just think about that. It's a Yelp review. You know, Michael was okay the first couple of months, but after a while. Um, so <laughs> speaking of that, I got to ask for myself. Do you, I, and it's really weird. So if you're really, really sensitive, I've been having a lot of stress anyhow. So I, I'm probably like, oh, I don't want to go near this guy. He's like stressed out. But do I have? I've asked, and everybody says, "Oh, just, just you know, before you go to bed, you say, ask your guardian angels to contact you, or, you know, and, and communicate their name and whatever." Um, do I have a guardian angels? And if I do, um, is there a name or, or someone associated with that or an entity, even an archangel? Um, someone told me 
when I was at the, I was uh, one of the guests at the U, U, New Jersey Para Unity Expo, and someone said they mm -hmm. saw Gabriel by me. Um, and but my problem is, if I do have these guardian angels or guides, why do they are the only ones that are drinking? Because apparently they're not around. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so we we <laughs> we all have uh, we all have multiple guides. So we have main guides that stick around us. They're not the miracle workers. They're not the ones that, you know, can create miracles. In other words, save your life. But they can um, summons, if that's what you want to call it, the angels to come in and do in kind of do those uh, miracles. Like, so, for example, there was uh, a couple of years ago, there was an issue. There was, um, unfortunately, um, an apartment building in England that collapsed. And 12 days later, they found a very young child in, in the rubble. And they don't they can't understand how that child survived. And I mean, quite frankly, the child shouldn't have survived because, you know, it went right. so many days out water and so on. Those are miracles. Those are, you know, sicknesses that all of a sudden are healthy or that close call uh, when you're driving, walking, so on. So your guides, again, are people who put you on the right path. So um, in your situation, most people have Mine four or drinking, five. Mine Katie. Mine are so drunk right now. It's beyond belief <laughs> because I've been trying to find my path. That's, that's, I'm like, I ask openly. I'm like, please, for the love of God, can someone tell me what I'm supposed to be doing? Because I'm, I'm just at my wit's end. And I'm like, and get, the, get these guides out of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 2 a.m. At least that's closing time here. Um, <laughs> no, your your guides are most definitely around. The problem with you, it, it's not a problem, but my if I had to psychically read you for the moment, um, you really like to push fate. You want it now. So um, yeah. a lot of times I think that because you push fate, Yep. Um, you know, I explain it like a water, like a coffee, a cup of coffee. So if you were to take a cup of coffee and you were to jam it into a small duffel bag, if you pushed hard enough, you could get the cup of coffee in there. It would ruin the duffel bag. It would spoil the cup right. and there'd be coffee all over, but it, it's, it got in there, but it wasn't meant to be in there. I think that you push fade a little bit. And I think that if you sit back and allow things to flow, that's when things are going to happen for you. I, um, yep. I think that you, you're, you're impatient spiritually. And I don't mean that. <laughs> With criticism, I think you want it now, and I understand that completely. I get frustrated too. Right. Um, the way, the only way I can tell you that my guides communicate with me, other than you know, I will get visuals. So you know, um, they'll show me a scenario. Um, right. tripping and falling. You know, I'm walking down the, the sidewalk and, and all of a sudden I see myself tripping and falling. But my guides, there's only been a handful of times where they've, I've actually visually seen them. They have never given me a name. Uh, I, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. One has identified as Jack. Um, and that's because I made a joke and said, well, if you're not going to show yourself, I'm going to name you Jack. And all of a sudden on my stereo, um, it popped up and it said audio Jack in. Nice. <laughs> and so we joked about that. Okay, I'm going to call you Jack. But yep. for the most part, they give me numbers. Um, they will give me they will give me subconscious decisions or subconscious um, suggestions that kind of pop in my head. And that's how I know they're there. Guides are not meant to be in your face. They're not meant to be, you know, your teacher. They're supposed to be your guide. So when you look in a school perspective, you know, the teacher stands at the front of the class and teaches you what you need to know. That's not what a guide's supposed to do. The guide is like a, pa a, um, a passenger in your car. They're, they're going to watch out to make sure nobody's backing out or, you know, they're going to make sure that, that, you know, if something runs out, they, they're going to say, hey, don't do that but they're not going to drive the car for you. So, um, you know, meditation is one way to contact your guides um, in a dream state, you know, as long as you're, you're cool and calm. And as long as you're trying to contact them safely, again, there's a lot of negative entities or lower end dimensional beings yep. that use that opportunity of invitation yep. to um, kind of pretend to be your guide. So it's important that you know your, your intent and who you're asking for and you're very direct about it. But to answer your question, you have three or four of them. Yeah, they're all um, drinking now, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one in particular that's got lighter hair. Um, he's not very tall. Um, I'm trying to think of the actor he looks like, and I can't think of him. He doesn't look like, he's similar to this gentleman. Um, but he shows me a British accent. And now they don't normally have British accents. But to me, the last life that he lived before he was finished reincarnating would have been in Britain. Um, and it was a very long time ago. I say 1500s. Um, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're safe. You're safe. 
bloody good then, Katie. Bloody good. Um, <laughs> no, it's 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 just something because you know, being someone who's a, who's very interested in the subject, very knowledgeable the subject, I've wanted to connect with them because you know, life is just life has not been the greatest as of late. There's a lot of stuff, and it always feels like there's a cloud. And I'm trying, all my friend, my friend who does the card reading I love is like a sister to me. Got to be positive, got to be positive. Well, it's kind of hard to be positive when, you know, you're drowning in the boat. You're on the Titanic, you're going down. Like, think positive. Like, I'm positive we're going to die today. <laughs> like, so, you know, I'm thinking positive. Um, so that's the whole thing. That's like, like you know, it's, it's kind of like when you talk to your spirit or, or whoever's out there or whatever entity's there, hopefully, you know, I'm, I think my dog is definitely comes back. I asked him to be a guardian angel to the kids and he's definitely come back. We found hair in the bed. Um, no kidding on that. Um, which okay. is really kind of cool, but, um, I just need like, like, I need you guys to just give me a little bit more direction or just like, like, you know, like take this job, you know, like, Oh, okay. You know, I need something. Okay. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where it's like, I need you to f literally show me, take my hand now and pull me. So, okay. So what I tell people <laughs> is fate, the universe and your guides do doesn't, they don't put a wall up and say, don't go here. Stop. Right. It's a dead end. They don't, they don't tell you, but they make your life a living hell until you embrace it. So again, uh, I never grew up wanting to be a full-time psychic medium. That was not, it's not that I didn't want it. It's just, it was an everyday part of my life and it wasn't something that I thought I would grow up to do. I ran a real estate office and I used to train horses. So that was my, that was my passion. And I, I mean, I've always been, you know, a paranormal investigator, but the psychic side of me was just kind of part of it. Right. And it wasn't until I uh, was at a paranormal conference and there was a psychic there and I thought, eh, I'm just going to ask her. <laughs> and she basically said to me, you're wasting your time. Um, you know, you, you're going to be reading, you're going to be doing this, you're going to be doing that. And she said, you know, the, the longer that you leave this, the harder it's going to get for you. She said, when you stop fighting fate and allow it to flow, things are going to happen for you. And I didn't right. believe her. I was, I was skeptical. And I thought, yeah, okay, lady, whatever, you know. And... Um, I re it really opened my eyes and I noticed how fate works. I noticed how synchronicity works. Um, you know, fate makes your life harder until you deviate your course to where the path you're supposed to be and synchronicities happen. So, um, I think, you know, there's, again, they're not going to jump up and go, Ooh, wrong, wrong door over here, but they, they are Yoo -hoo. going to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're going to give you subtle signs. It's just about being cognizant of it. Sometimes when we're stuck in an emotional, um, perspective and, and we have to understand that we are human we're spiritual beings having a human existence so it's the human monday to friday nine to five that we, we get engulfed in as as these human beings and we forget the spiritual side of things so i can guarantee you it's not a spiritual thing that you're you're experiencing right now in terms of growth you're already ahead of that it's the everyday human things that you're getting frustrated at oh, yeah. and what you need to do is really evaluate where it happened, where it started, and why you think it has to change. And I promise you, you will get the answer. Oh, You, you will know, absolutely 150% get the answer. Yeah, I've, you know, it, my problem is, and, and I think it's a lot of other people, and if I'm speaking up and anybody wants to chime in on, on the comments, please do. Um, it, it's, I, I, it seems to me that I keep going back to the start. So that may be that whole, like what you were saying, like, well, you're not getting it, so we're going to start all over again. Um, but if you don't have, sometimes, you know, you have, the path starts folding out in front of you a little bit. A leads mm -hmm. to B, which leads to C, which leads to D. You know, there's a certain path you take. And then you, you, you're you a D, and you kind of, like, take the side road a little bit. Like, nope, let's go back to A again. And it just gets frustrating. Um, I'm not, you know... I, I used to ask people, like I said before, I want give me the lottery numbers. I know that <laughs> whatever I want to do, I really do want to help as many people as possible. Um, mm -hmm. I really love that. I love when I used to buy stuff for kids that are in the hospital and they were sick and I didn't even have to see them. I knew they were going to enjoy that toy for that moment and that's all that mattered. I really do. I'm not, I'm not a sucker. I'm pretty strong, you know, and if you mess around, I'm going to smack you. But... <laughs> I love when people, I genuinely like when people, good things happen to people. 
um, I think it's great because it's positive and that trans that energy that goodness that happens to one person literally can make other people feel better and it's it's a good thing for the rest of the world but it's just you you know I, I'm looking at you know I was looking at like like oh let me look up some questions that you know, like top 10 questions to ask a psychic I don't need a question I just need like just say yeah okay you're doing good keep going Keep going. Okay. You may want to make a left here. I'm not just saying it, but you may, you know, I just need a little bit more pathageway and then hopefully um, things will start getting on the right path. I guess I have to not force things uh, in my life. Um, I guess that's what it is. You know, try to relax. Well, I, I, yeah, I think that you have to let things flow a little bit more. I think there's going to be an opportunity that comes for you. Um, probably by the end of july there's some sort of an opportunity june between june and july male okay? stripper that was um, what i was looking for male stripper no, 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 no. you do not i don't want to see myself naked go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um but i think so i think there's going to be a major opportunity for you there i think that um you're going to be making contacts in europe i think that that's going to be opening up that way um and i think that it, you're going to get into more of a research perspective i think that um there's changes coming in work Changes cool. coming in job. Um, you know, I don't think it's necessarily a positive as it is a shift. No, you know what? Everything, everything happened. I think a lot of things happen for a reason. Um, I learned the hard way. You know, I used to get frustrated. We, we, great example of of how works in mysterious ways. Um, we were we were we started a company, my wife and I, and a, a buddy of ours, and we were going down to you know meet with this new client to help them out there it's a school it's a great school they help uh, kids that are deaf and we're going to meet with them and i'm flying down the road I'm, I'm going in manhattan down a big hill 96th street if you know what it is and you know cooking and i finally i found a spot on the street you don't normally find spots on the street in manhattan and i'm going backwards forward getting in the spot and all of a sudden pop my brakes go so I said, look, we don't have time to deal with it. It kind of got me pissed off, upset. We went to the meeting, had the meeting. We got, it was great. Then I went back to deal with it. And I'm yelling at God. I'm like, why did you do this? You know, we don't have the money for this stuff. Blah, 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 blah. And then I stopped. And then I remembered, well, it happened while I was parked in a parking spot, not flying down 96th Street. You got not it. Not moving. And then, I, and then I said, I'm sorry. I got it. I, I have my outburst with God uh, many, many times. Um, <laughs> and I apologize after a while, but yes, um, very, very interesting to, to look at it, um, at, with that perspective and, you know, we're getting close to the end. I don't want to take all your time because you do have, you know, other people to meet and other dead people to see, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do thank you very much for being on the program. You're welcome back anytime. I hope it was okay for you. Um, it was amazing. Thank you so much. No problem. And you know what? It, Please feel free to promote anything you want. I have a ton of, of pages on Facebook. You're part of the family. So, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. We're always open to it on UFO Roundtable or New York State UFO Project. Anything inside the Goblin Universe. Please post it. Promote it. We'll promote you. Where can our listeners find you, get to you, interact with you, and maybe if they want a reading, um, get one of those? Uh, well, you can uh, check out my website. It's katieturnerpsychic.com. You can catch me on Facebook, uh, Katie Turner Psychic or Psychic Sensitive Medium. Um, you can check out our paranormal team. It's canadiansupernaturalresearchsociety.com. Or you can check us out on um, Paranormal Survivor, which is airing right now in Canada, and it should be coming to the States soon. And there's also going to be another series that's coming out this fall. So um, at any time, if anybody has any questions, you're always more than welcome to answer. Um, you know, shoot me a text or uh, an email, and, um, you know, I will get back to you as soon as I can. And uh, please don't be afraid to, to open up. You know, I'm always there to listen. That's awesome. And also, I think you mentioned Facebook. Oh, you have your Facebook page as well. Um, and they can get your information on there to get a reading. Go get a reading. Absolutely. She's fantastic. I mean, Cat Ward cannot speak higher of you. Um, loves you to <laughs> well, death. Thank you. And, and, you know, it's really funny. I think when we connect with people, you know, like we're connecting now, connect with Cat, who's one of the most amazing persons I've ever met in my life. What a sweetheart. Um, you know, yes. it's it's meant to be. Believe it or not, it really is meant to be. There is synchronicity here. We're, we, Absolutely. We've known each other. And I think when we get connected, it's kind of like, you know, the crew that was up in 
we call it heaven or whatever is meeting down here like oh god thank god you're here you know so, exactly yep you know, we're definitely connected yeah it has been fantastic and wonderful and we'll end it right now everybody thank you very much for listening to another episode of nobo boomy with me brian Bowden, nobody but me and with katie turner our special guest um we're going to be doing a little bit of uh, the uh, the PA Camping Weekend. I'm going to try to do some interviews and we'll put that on Inside the Goblin Universe and possibly here. So look forward to that. Otherwise, subscribe at Podbean for Inside the Goblin Universe as well as for Noble Boomy. And check out Katie. Thank you very much. You all have a great week. Bye now. Hey, this is Brian Bowden. I want to extend a deep thanks to Purple Planet. You guys rock. You're listening to Nobu Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. The opinions expressed on Nobu Boomy are of that of the host and his guests. Hey, everyone. I'm Kat Ward, host of Paranormal Heart, your monthly paranormal podcast. Join me the last Sunday of every month as I speak to people who share their paranormal experiences. You can follow me on Podbean, YouTube, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, and Paranormal Radio. There are spirits everywhere, watching, waiting, seeking that opportune time to reveal themselves like no other. They fill our worlds with so much. Seriously? You didn't just do that. You farted on the promo? What's wrong with you? I thought you were professional. Go away. Go. I, I got it. I got it. Hey everybody, it's Brian Bowden, host of Nobo Boomy, where we explore deep inside the Goblin Universe. We have an amazing show that covers the paranormal, conspiracies, music, art, entertainment, trending topics, and so much more. Please join us by subscribing to the show on Podbean at InsideTheGoblinUniverse.Podbean.com, on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere you find podcasts. It's an informative, fun, and overall entertaining good time, and uh, we'll keep the gas to ourselves. Why don't you burp next time? Someone give me Brian Anderson.